what does Fox want in primetime, right? It, it wants effectively what I call hippie punchers. <laughs> the sort of people who can go out there with a smirk and basically just make fun of liberals and progressives and Democrats for an hour under the guise of news. Welcome to the Powers That Be Daily, Puck's podcast focused on the intersection of Wall Street, Washington, Silicon Valley, and Hollywood, and the players who run it all. I'm Peter Hamby. It's Wednesday, June 28th. Today, I'm joined by Dylan Byers to talk about a new primetime lineup at Fox News, the number one cable news network. The headline, the replacement at 8 p.m. for Tucker Carlson will be Fox News lifer Jesse Waters. Can Jesse hit Tucker's level of stardom, or is that actually not what Fox wants from their new primetime anchor? Dylan has all the angles. We'll discuss all that and more on today's episode of Powers the Beat. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash powers that be, netsuite.com slash powers that be. That's netsuite.com slash powers that be. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the powers that be. I'm joined today by Dylan Byers to talk about the primetime shakeup, sort of shakeup at Fox News, the biggest headline out of all of this is that Jesse Waters uh, has been named to take over the Tucker Carlson time slot, which has suffered in the ratings, as a lot of people know, since Tucker was basically fired <laughs> uh, several months ago. And he is now currently at war with Fox News over hosting a new show over on Twitter. Dylan, before we get into Jesse Waters, why him? Give the audience just a rundown of what the Fox News primetime lineup is going to look like now. How much of it is different? Sure. Well, I, I think it'd be useful here to sort of jump back several weeks ago when Drudge Report <laughs> sort of memorably turned on all the sirens and announced the, the scoop on what the new lineup would be. And, and I think declared it something to the effect of the boldest and bravest, most daring Fox News primetime lineup ever. And in fact, it's notable for not being particularly daring. You, you you basically have the same people in Hannity. Laura Ingram will move up to 7 p.m. So you'll have Ingram at 7 p.m. You'll have Jesse Waters occupying the old Tucker Carlson time time slot at 8, Hannity at 9, and then Greg Gutfeld at 10. And, and they're sort of 
There are a lot of small observations you could make here. But first, by and large, it is not necessarily a revolution, right? It is Fox News mm-hmm. doing what it always does when a very big star vacates primetime, whether that be O'Reilly or Glenn Beck or Megyn Kelly. It takes the available talent that it has and does what it, to its credit, has done so well historically, which is sort of turn the bench players into star players. And in the case of mm-hmm. Jesse Waters, We've seen this coming for a long time. He used to be Bill O'Reilly's man on the street, who sort of in this very annoying and cringeworthy way would would accost people on the street. And we've seen him his star sort of rise, right? He, you know, on the five and then having a show at 7 p.m. And now he is deemed fit for that all important 8 p.m. hour that Tucker Carlson used to occupy. And I think if history is any guide, what we will see is that the network can do again, what it has always done and sort of make him a star for the conservative audience that it is trying to appeal to. I think the other, if there are other notable moves here, one, it's Hannity obviously is one of the most important, if not the most important figure in the primetime lineup post Tucker, and he will remain a cornerstone of that lineup. Laura Ingram, perhaps, arguably, you could say this is a quasi-demotion. She's moving to 7 p.m. Technically, that's not prime time, but whatever. Mm-hmm. She, she's still there. She still matters. She did not get kicked to weekends or something, as some people, some Fox critics thought might be happening. And then the finally, the other notable thing is you have Greg Gutfeld, who has a basically like a conservative comedy-style show that uh, most nights sort of outperforms the Jimmy Kimmels and the Jimmy Fallons and the Stephen Colbert's and and is moving one hour earlier, sort of pointing to the continued investment mm-hmm. in that show. But the top line takeaway here is that there is nothing bold or brave or daring about this. Fox News is just doing what it does and trying to sustain the, its audience, which it has lost some since Tucker left. Again, if history is any guide, they'll succeed in that effort. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jesse Waters move is the most obvious thing to replace Tucker. Not that I, this is a sage thing that I tweeted a few months ago. I just tweeted out after Tucker you know, left the network, Jesse is the most obvious replacement. And one reason I say that is because his style of hosting, it almost like feels cut and paste from Tucker, the way he delivers his essays slash monologues in sort of like sentence by sentence chunks, uh, staring quizzically at the camera. When he interviews guests, he does sort of has the same blank look at the camera as Tucker did. I would say, and I received a, a message from another, let's say, I want to protect this person, cable host from one of the three networks. That's all I'll say. And they said <laughs> he doesn't really have the juice that Tucker Carlson did, the charisma, you know, we'll see. I mean, I think, like you said, Fox has proven that they can be bigger than these hosts. They can groom from within. And one thing you didn't necessarily mention is that Jesse seems like he see like Jesse is also the guy on that show, The Five, who does uh, what Larry David called middling in the in Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is sort of like past the conversation around. And that show, like it seems like in Fox world, like seems like it works in terms of chemistry. My question is, can Jesse carry a show on his own? Yeah, you know, I actually think he can. I mean, what does Fox want in primetime, right? It it wants effectively what I called hippie punchers. (laughs) The sort of people who can go out there with a smirk or a smug sort of attitude 
and basically just make fun of liberals and progressives and Democrats for an hour. I think there's a mean that there's a mean streak too about it too. I mean, like one of a mean streak. There's a smugness and a mean streak. Yeah. Jesse sort of came to become known at Fox News for being the man on the street guy, like you said, during Bill O'Reilly's show, but also infamously did a pretty racist segment where he went around Chinatown and just made fun of Asian immigrants in New York, I think back in 2016. And it was like unfunny, but also typical of that style, which is just like sort of lowbrow, mean, punching out at others and often punching down. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, look, nothing really changes. Fox News primetime is, you know, is sort of an overtly partisan product uh, where the host is expected to do two things. One, you know, again, make fun of the left or make fun of liberals. And then two, sort of, I, I think, scare, you know, do a little bit of scaremongering in terms of, you know, what is the country coming to, you know, deep state, mm-hmm. whatever. And I think that Jesse Waters has proven over time that he's capable of doing that in in various formats and and can he carry it the way tucker carlson carried it i don't know would would we've expected tucker carlson a former cnn former msnbc host who who then did weekends Mm -hmm. on fox news would we have expected that from him before he got it i think in watching the various people to cycle through that chair what i've found is that the chair itself tends to be the most powerful and significant thing and i don't just mean that the fox platform is powerful it is but Mm -hmm. more so that that platform has ways of sort of changing that sort of people who sit in it i think they become i think their heads start to get pretty big based off of the audience that they have and and the influence that they feel that they wield and they become much more comfortable sort of toying the line of conspiracy theories or you know beating up on liberals and i expect us to see the same thing happen here with jesse waters I think what's notable, though, and I wrote about this a little bit last week when I was writing about Brett Baer at Fox, is what Fox News does not want is another carbon copy of Tucker Carlson Mm -hmm. insofar as they don't want somebody who is willing to sort of follow the MAGA universe uh, down the rabbit hole of various conspiracy theories and Mm -hmm. start touting you know, lies and, and and misleading statements that could bring the entire the, the Rupert Murdoch and Lachlan Murdoch and the entire network back into a courtroom, right? So that is very much what they're trying to avoid. And Jesse Waters is sort of this, in, in a way, the archetypal figure of someone who can sort of beat up on liberals every night, tickle the MAGA erogenous zones, but do so in a way that keeps the Murdochs out of the courtroom, And Mm -hmm. in that, I think he's almost the perfect candidate. That makes sense, too. Like, he is uh, basically a Fox News lifer in terms of his career. Tucker Carlson was not. I mean, he had an entire life in politics and media before Fox News. He was at CNN and National Review, I believe, back in the day. Is that right? Or Weekly Standard, one of the two. And then, you know, obviously built the Daily Caller later. And so you know, at least had a sense of a life outside <laughs> of Fox right. News, whereas Jesse Waters seems like he will be a loyal soldier for the network and, and maybe not get bigger than the time slot. I want to take a quick break, Dylan, uh, and come back and ask you about this, but also Fox's legal war against Tucker.
Are you tired of sleeping hotter than hell? I sure am. I sleep hot. There's something crucial about sleep that eludes us when we're too warm, too uncomfortable, and too caught in the web of our own thoughts to drift off. And while curiosity fuels our days, science tells us that cool sleep recharges our nights. That's where Chili Pad by SleepMe comes in. Meet the bed cooling system that elevates the quality of human life through cool sleep. The Chili Pad bed cooling system is your new bedtime solution. I love it. It lets you customize your sleeping environment to your optimal temperature, ensuring you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. ChiliPad works with your existing mattress. It's a water-based mattress topper that continuously controls your bed temperature from 55 to 115 degrees, allowing your body to rest and recover. This isn't just about escaping the heat, it's also about optimizing your sleep for better health, more energy, and improved physical and cognitive performance, which I obviously need hosting a podcast. Chili pads are designed for one or two sleepers, so if your sleep partner likes to sleep at a different temperature, or you only need it for one side of the bed, that's okay too, and we know that's crucial. Plus, you can schedule automated temperature changes to trigger deep sleep. But when I'm at home, Chili Pad solves those problems. So trust me on this one. Visit sleep.me slash powers to get your Chili Pad and save up to $315 with code POWERS. This offer is available exclusively for Powers That Be listeners and only for a limited time. Order it today with free shipping and try it out for 30 days. You can return it for free if you don't like it with their sleep trial. Visit www.sleep.me slash powers because you're not just investing in better sleep, you're creating a better life. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the power sleepy everybody we're talking fox news dylan just to be clear is fox still just number one in primetime ratings uh, against cnn and msnbc Yes, for by and large. I mean, there's certainly been nights, weeks here or there where MSNBC, by virtue of a, you know, a Trump indictment news cycle coupled with all of the chaos that CNN has endured over the last year and change, mm-hmm. where MSNBC has sort of thrived. But yes, by and large, when we're talking about the business at a sort of quarterly, monthly, quarterly 
cadence, then yes, Fox News is still far and away number one. They've lost a significant amount of their primetime audience. I would say about a third of their primetime audience since Tucker Carlson left. But again, that's Mm. been without a consistent replacement host. And, you know, look, you and I've talked about this before. I think a lot of people sort of wonder if this time with Tucker leaving is different because the political landscape is different, because there is some sort of MAGA world blowback Mm -hmm. to Fox News. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm sort of more I'm more bullish for Fox here. You know, in large part, I think that if there are aspects of Fox News that people don't like, that conservatives don't like, whether it's an hour without Tucker or this sort of more news focused Brett Bear hour. Mm-hmm. I don't think that precludes those, those audiences from coming back for the shows that they do like, whether that's Hannity or The Five or Laura Ingram or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, Fo- Fox is number one, albeit by a, by a narrower margin. And I think they, they're poised to sort of expand that margin once again. Yeah. And I think Jesse, the timing on this is is probably good for him because Heading into an election season, I mean, there's already a Republican primary going on, and every Republican candidate wants to go on primetime Fox. Jesse's also been waving the flag, attacking the Biden crime family and parroting whatever the House Oversight Ways and Means and Judiciary Committees feed him about Hunter Biden. So it's like heading into an election season, ratings are almost certain to go up. If they don't, he is a big dud. Uh, but I kind of have a hunch he'll be fine in that time slot. But speaking of, of that time slot and who used to occupy it, Fox News, as we know, sent a cease and desist order to Tucker Carlson for basically more or less violating a non-compete clause by launching his show on Twitter. Tucker agreed to leave the network, basically took a buyout, but that sort of means he's still under contract, can't create a show, do content elsewhere, seemingly. Don't know the nitty gritty of the of the legal matter here. What's the state of play there? I mean, Tucker keeps posting on Twitter his show doesn't seem like he cares about these Fox lawsuits. Yeah, you know, I the, to me, this feels like the kind of thing that sort of goes along and then gets settled mm-hmm. out of court here. I, I don't think either, certainly I don't think Fox News benefits from getting into a big legal drama with Tucker Carlson. And by and large, like the jury is still out on whether or not Tucker is going to be able to make this Twitter thing work. You know, I, he gets all of these views on Twitter And people say, my God, like he's got more views on Twitter than Fox News primetime host could dream of. But I think, as you and I both know, from a business perspective, that's an apple and oranges comparison. And I don't see necessarily how Tucker's thing is being monetized to date. Look, there will be a little bit of drama between the two sides for a while. For instance, in announcing the new primetime lineup, Fox News also quietly got rid of all of the staff that used to work on Tucker Carlson's show. It's my understanding he'll probably hire a fair number of those people for his mm. own show. But by and large, you know, I, I think these are two things that are sort of going to coexist. And, and obviously, the great hope for Tucker Carlson is that the audience that left Fox when he left never comes back. And the great hope for Fox, of course, is that they do. Look, you you and I always talk about how when we're talking about cable news, we're talking about a, a, a pretty small audience. I think big picture here, Fox News is going to be fine. I think the audience will come back. Like you mentioned, it's an election campaign cycle. And then I actually think that Tucker is the one who has his work cut out for him in terms of establishing mm-hmm. this next act as something that is sustainable and durable and influential in the same way that cable news, despite its infinitesimal audiences, continues to be an influential force. 
Yeah, just like having been in rooms where sort of these kinds of things happen, it feels like Elon Musk just like texted Tucker and was like, do something with Twitter. Come on, it'll be fun. And Tucker was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's not like, far off. <laughs> yeah. And Twitter, you know, it, it's it's very hard to monetize. Uh, you know, the quality of the advertising on there is pretty bad at this point. And then, yeah, I mean, it says your video has X million engagements, but we don't know how many people watched the whole thing. Did they watch for one second? Like, it's just it is apples to oranges, as you said. Um, I'm not sure. It's a durable product and a way for Tucker to make money. But, you know, I don't think Tucker needs to worry about money right now. But it would be interesting to see what his next step after this Twitter thing is, because that doesn't it just doesn't seem very durable to me. Right. And I would also just say, you know, there are two different strategic calculations here. If you compare Fox and Tucker, the Fox calculation here is we need to go back to straddling the line between catering to our base with the opinionated primetime stuff and, and the five mm-hmm. and even, you know, Fox and friends in the morning. But we also need to keep uh, one foot, at least in some quasi credible news space. Right. And that's where someone like Brett Baer becomes so important. Right. Because, you know, they sit down and actually have a credible interview with Trump could do could continue to own aspects of the news cycle from an actual hard news perspective. The calculation that Tucker is making is just to sort of like wade further and further into the fever swamps of hyper conspiratorial red state America. And, you know, obviously in, you know, (laughs) this era in American history, there's a significant audience for that. I think that audience is getting that from all over the Internet. And I don't know if they necessarily feel like they need Tucker to be their spokesperson, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, for some of those older audiences, if, if even finding him on Twitter is sort of enough, you know, too much of a headache. So I don't, I don't know. I think this is going to be really interesting, but I think in a way you're going to have them occupying two different ideological spaces, you know, neither one of them particularly savory for mainstream America, but basically fighting over a conservative audience, Fox News doing it in just a marginally more responsible way than than Tucker, who has shown a willingness to sort of entertain all manner of batshit crazy conspiracy theories. All right, Dylan, thanks so much for the latest. I assume next week we'll talk about CNN again, won't we? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right, buddy, thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of The Powers That Be. As a reminder, The Powers That Be is the official podcast of Puck. We'd like to thank Ben Landy, Liz Goff, and Alex Bigler for their editorial and production guidance. If you like what you hear, please share with a friend. It really helps us keep delivering the inside scoop that only Puck can offer. Follow us on Twitter at Puck News. I'm Ben Landy. See you tomorrow. This has been a presentation of Odyssey. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. The Powers That Be Daily is executive produced by John Kelly, co-founder of Puck, Bob Tabador, and Ben Landy, executive editor at Puck.